Hey there, loves. I'm Allie Adair Chung, and this is The Conscious Family Project, where we take the insane amount of homeschooling, parenting, and family lifestyle information out there and break it down into simple, actionable steps that set your unique family up for success. It is time for your brave decisions to reap big rewards, for your family life to be brimming over with joy, for your relationships to be meaningful, connected, and fun, and for you to fully step into the freedom that the conscious family lifestyle has to offer. Hey, everybody. So I am so happy to be back and talking to you myself after having a a string of really wonderful interviews to share with you. I've got more interviews coming up in the next couple of weeks, but today I wanted to take a pause and talk to you about something that I've noticed um, is a barrier to entry for homeschooling for some families, Um, or it's something that is tugging on the hearts and minds of homeschooling parents, um, but they feel like it's not a possibility. And so they don't pursue it. So today what we're going to talk about is what it looks like to run a business and homeschool. Now, before I get started, I want to say something that I believe to be very, very important. There is absolutely nothing that should make you feel like you need to be running a business while you're homeschooling. Now, homeschooling in and of itself is a huge job. Being a parent, being with your children, running a home, it's all a lot. So if this is not something that you have a pull towards, not something that you have any desire to do or any need to do, then you can enjoy this episode for just getting a glimpse into um, another way of doing things. Um, But please don't, I don't want anyone to feel like they need to be doing more because that's not what this is about at all. It's about doing what feels best for you and fulfilling and being in a, a being in alignment for who you are um, while doing the things that are important to you, like homeschooling. I just wanted to preface um, our conversation today with that because I oh, there's enough pressure on us all already. So don't take that on. Um, but if you have a pull on your heart for this, if there's something you've always wanted to do or something you've been curious about whether or not you could do or if you're in a position where your family could really use um, an extra income um, or a steady stream of money coming in, there are lots of ways to do that. And I just want to talk to you. I know a lot of people don't really have a vision for how this could work while you're homeschooling. And I will say that the work from home um, COVID schooling that was happening is not what I'm talking about, where you have to be on certain Zoom calls and you have to be at your desk for certain hours. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being an entrepreneur. I'm talking about building something um, yourself in a way that serves you and your family. So you choose your hours, you choose what you're doing, you choose how you do it, all of those things. Um, so yeah, okay, so that's my beginning, my my long intro here. So right now has never been, I don't think there's ever been a better time for a parent to start their own business. We're kind of coming into another new economy phase where so many services and so many things have moved to virtual. The... Um, the barrier to entry to starting a business has become nominal, right? Um, As long as you have internet access, you really can create something and start a business 
from anywhere at any hours of the day or night with very minimal um, cost up front. So this is something that's never existed before. I do have to top, stop for a minute though because I always think about when I'm talking about this idea of um, running a business or um, being an entrepreneur and homeschooling, being a homeschooling parent, I always think back to like Ma Ingalls and like um, women from long, long ago who were running households that were much more, you know, much more labor intensive, raising kids, homeschooling, because that was the norm. You had to teach your kids um, how to read, how to write. Um, Now, I know I know Laura Ingalls went to school, but I'm talking about like before that. And there still weren't schools for everybody at that point. Um, You had to teach them their trade, what they were going to be doing, how to run a household. So they were homeschooling. They were doing very labor intensive um home management. Um, And then oftentimes they were also supporting the family business, whether that was the farm or a shop or whatever it was. Um, So this concept of working and being with our children and teaching them is not a new thing. But something that is new is that we've come into an age where we are very much trying to compartmentalize our lives as parents or as adults um, away from our children. So a lot of times, and I see this as an issue with homeschooling um, that comes up for families too, when they're trying really hard to um, you know, make homeschooling completely separate from their life, like compartmentalizing it into one thing, um, then they not only miss out on a lot of learning opportunities, but most of the families go absolutely bonkers because they're trying to, um, you know, take something that's happening organically in the home and make it as if it's something that's not. Um, and so it, it causes a lot of conflict. But when we look back in history, this idea of having our children really live alongside us and participate authentically in the maintenance and care of homes and businesses and um, life-sustaining activities like making food, baking bread, um, going to the store, you know, things like that. Um, I have to see or I have to believe that that made more sense, especially now as I run a business in homeschool and I've talked to so many others who do the same, the same stumbling blocks that come up just for homeschooling when you compartmentalize come up as well when you're trying to do other things while homeschooling. So, or just being with your kids. If you're trying to completely separate even like exercise. If you're only going to exercise when you can do it completely away and separated from your children, your time for exercise shrinks significantly. We talked about this a little bit with Larissa a few weeks back. Um, if you if you have always loved painting, but you only want to paint when you are completely on your own, your time for doing that shrinks significantly. But if we can do these things and share them with our children and work alongside our children or within their play, um, it gets a lot easier really quickly. So as I have built my business, it's been really important to me that my priorities stay my priority. So, you know, homeschooling my children is my number one priority. That's something that is very important to me, to our family. Um, and it's it's always in first. Like when I'm building our rhythm, when I'm building our, um, you know, what I'm going to do that week, um, that's an immovable piece. Homeschooling is always first. It's always an anchor. Um, then I look at what you know, our rhythm is, what our flow is, and I see where are the times when I can fit things in. So a typical day for us 
looks like this. So I try to go to sleep at nine o'clock at night. I know that seems early to some people, but it works well for me. Um, and as long as the baby doesn't get up too much, which is kind of rare at this moment, I get up at five and I get up at five. My Now we have early birds in our house, guys. So um, I'm definitely not the only one awake at five, um, but I get up at five and my husband kind of watches the kids and I will do some work in the morning. And then, um, you know, my morning time with the kids is very set. Uh, the only time I'll do work during that time is if they are having like an extended, joyful free play um, and there's some quick things I can get done, I'll grab my computer and do that in the playroom alongside them. They know I'm working. They can ask questions about what I'm doing. Um, I only ever do work-related activities that are kind of simple and short when I'm with the kids because I know for sure I'm going to get interrupted about a thousand times. Um, and that's okay. That's okay. I plan for that. I know that that's going to happen. So I choose things that are easy to go in and out of. Um, we do our school, our rhythm for the day. We have lunch. Um, we move on to our afternoon activities. And then I've got a couple afternoons a week where the activities my kids are doing allow me to get chunks of work time in. Um, so I do that. And then I work on Saturdays. And um, it's been working well for us. Um, Sunday is our close family day. We have movie night and game night throughout the week. So we still get lots of family time. And um, while I hope to move to a place where I'm not working on Saturdays in the future and can find some time in the week, um, right now we have to be flexible because my husband's schedule changed and that's what's working for us. So it's not something that's like, so clear cut, I guess. You do have to get creative and be really clear about what your priorities are going in, but it's certainly not something that is not compatible with homeschooling. Um, it is perfectly reasonable to build a business where you say from these hours to these hours, I am completely unavailable. That is my time with my kids to homeschool, right? And then our homeschool is on a rhythm as well. We have um, systems for our planning and the curriculum I use. So it's very user-friendly and simple to go in. I don't do a lot of stuff where I have like a ton of prep work um, so that I can buy myself time here and there to do um do other things. So this is absolutely possible. Absolutely possible. And my kids, to them, what we do, it's a family business. Um, this is something that's, that helps our whole family. And it's something my kids are very actively a part of. They know when I'm making content or recording a podcast or coming up with ideas that I want to quickly write down so I don't forget. Um, I include their ideas whenever I can. So my oldest is very interested in videography and storytelling. Um, he definitely has the heart of a storyteller. Oh my goodness. I mean, the other night, my um, daughter noticed that there was like a place for shadow puppets in their bedroom and she asked her brother to tell a story. She asked her brother, guys, not us. She asked her brother because he tells the greatest stories. Um, it's really fabulous. And, you know, being a part of the business and understanding what I'm doing and all the parts of what I'm doing, he's been able to explore that part of himself more by being engaged in what I'm doing. And now he's actually working on starting his own business. He's seven years old and he's working on starting his own business where he's going to get to explore those parts of himself even more. So this is not something that is 
impossible. It's not even something that you have to find time completely away from your children, that you have to keep completely separate from your homeschooling. This is something that can be fully integrated into your family life, 100%. Now, of course, there are times when I need to be working separately from my kids and we have that time set up like on Saturdays or, you know, at specific times during the week um, and we make that work. My kids know exactly what I'm doing. And when we go around the dinner table at night and we talk about what we learned and what we loved that day, I certainly include include things from my business and the kids know what I'm doing. So, um, you know, they're excited for me when I make a new sale or I finish that, um, that chapter I've been working on, you know, We are doing this together. We're in this together, and they are learning right alongside with me. Um, So let's talk a little bit about how you know if this is something that is for you. Uh, Because, you know, I know, too, that the idea of making income, whether or not you need it, can always kind of be enticing. Um, So how do you know if this is something that you really want to put energy into? Because it is something you have to put energy into. And Whenever we say yes to something, we are saying no to something else, right? I think we can all acknowledge that that is just truth, that whenever we say yes to one thing, um, whether or not we mean to, we are saying no to something else. So, you know, my house may not be as picked up as I'd like all the time, Um there are things that uh, that we don't do because it doesn't work with with what um, with running a business and homeschooling. But there's so many good things that come out of it too. So we, as a family, are very happy with that trade off. Um, so how do you know if this is something that you want to pursue? This something that is reasonable and a good step for you and your family. So the first thing is a desire. So do you have a desire? to share a gift that you have with the world? Do you have an idea that's like been like pulling at the back of your mind for a long time? Um, You know, it can be anything, guys, anything. I know um, homeschooling moms who are making a great deal of money doing things I never would have thought could have been a business at all. Um, You know, doing incredible stuff. And things that, you know, if they had come to me first and said, well, I'm thinking about doing this, I may have thought it was silly. Um, And like, it's just, it's just, if you have that idea, if you have a desire to share something with the world, that's the first criteria. Because without that, this is not the avenue to go. Um, Now, your desire can also be to bring income in. If that is something that is weighing on your family that, um, or something that is weighing on you that you want to change, um, and you've done all the other things, like, because if this is your, if income is your sole um, reason for getting into this, um, there's some really great options for you. You don't have to have like a brand new idea. Um, there's things like becoming a virtual assistant and there's ways to actually do that where you can make substantial, like, you know, a reasonable amount of money and not be scammed and stuff. Like there are real ways to do that. Um, I know there's some weird stuff going around, but <laughs> there are real ways to do that. Um, you know, there's ways to make where you're not like necessarily starting your own business completely with your own idea, but ways to make income. Um, but if your desire comes solely from income and you you need to make sure you've done all the other things first. So like, you know, have you looked for ways to cut spending and all of that stuff? Because if that's your sole desire and it's not um, not something that really like lights you up, um, this will be a little bit of a tougher road. So that would be first criteria. 
Um, the second criteria is that you have to be willing to be flexible and creative. And what I'm talking about with that is so many of us have grown up with the idea that doing a job or doing work is something that happens from nine to five. Just like we've been taught to believe that learning is something that happens in a building that is designated for it between the hours of eight and three, um, when taught by somebody who is designed to, like, you know, someone who went to school to teach them that, you know, we've been taught those same kind of things about work. But if you choose to work and homeschool, um, you know, run a business and homeschool, then you have to be willing to get creative and be flexible and live in the space where you're creating your own world. So there isn't, you're you're not going to be able to homeschool and work nine to five, right? Um, Monday through Friday. That's just, that's not realistic to expect of yourself or your children. Um, But if you're willing to be creative and be flexible, um, then you can absolutely, that would be another marker that this is right for you. Okay, number three. Number three is that you, um, even if you don't love being organized, (laughs) you have the ability to plan and get organized. Um, You know, one of the key things when homeschooling and running a business is that you are able to be really clear about what needs to happen in each of your boxes, right? What needs to happen with homeschooling, what needs to happen in the home with parenting and with your business um, so that when those pockets come up to get those things done, you know what to do next. If you're not clear and you don't have a clear plan, um and you're not somewhat organized, it can be really hard because it's often, you're often going to be in situations where you're jumping in and out of work. Um, So being able to plan or be organized in some way, shape, or form, whatever that looks like for you would also be um, important. So if you've got those three things, then I think this is something you should absolutely consider pursuing um, and stepping forward in. Um, One little note on MLMs. MLMs are absolutely an option. I know, I actually know quite a few people who are making, um, you know, a living income or even a substantial income by doing MLMs. Um, Personally, I don't because social selling is not my jam. It's just not my thing. But if that's something that you are good at, have a desire for, or there's a product that you love, that's absolutely an option. I am more though talking about starting something yourself. Um, so uh, I hope that clarifies that. So I'm not anti MLM, but I am talking more about starting your own thing, um, in this perspective. I know families though. I know many families who, um, are a part of MLMs who homeschool and who are doing great. And they use a lot of the strategies I just talked about to manage that as well. Because if you want to make a full income with an MLM, you have to treat it like a business. So, um, yeah, so I just wanted to make that note. Um, and then I just want to leave you with one more thing because this has become an issue for so many families and I have heard from so many homeschooling families who, um, are in a position where they would really like to be able to make a switch or, um, you know, in what they're doing with their career or, um, be able to bring an income so that they can prioritize homeschooling, whatever it is. Um, I hear about it a lot. And so, Um, I have decided to offer a workshop where we will have homeschooling moms who have started and run their own businesses come and talk to you and tell you about what their idea was, how they got started, how they manage it with their homeschooling their kids, um, 
and, you know, how it works for them. And then we're going to go into your skills and what you are good at and help you kind of come up with an idea that could work for you for starting a business. We'll create a quick plan and I'm going to set you up with an accountability partner to help you get going. And the reason I'm doing this is because I firmly believe that no one should have a barrier to homeschooling. Homeschooling is such a transformative experience, not only for your children, which is very big for your children, um, but for families in general. Um, It breaks my heart when I see families with adult children or teenagers who are so separated, so far apart from one another, um, where they don't have that community. Um, with each other. And that is unnecessary. It breaks my heart when I see the numbers of um, kids who are coming out of our school system who are not literate um, or able to do grade level math. I mean, it's just crazy to me. Um, And to see how many adults are Um, you know, kids coming out of college, so young adults, um, are unable to be employed. Like, these kinds of things are just not necessary. They're not necessary. Um, And there's a lot of stuff that's being taught in schools that's just a little bananas, right? Let's just face it. (laughs) So I firmly believe that if you have any, any pull on your heart to homeschool, I want you to have access to that. I also believe that if you have a pull on your heart to do something to, like, to create something, to share something with the world, to serve people, um, that doing that while you're with your kids and um, letting them see you do that and and be a part of it with you is something that can be powerful for both you and them. So if you are, if this sounds like you, mama, if you are a mama who's like, yes, I have something that I want to do, um, I want to go down this path, then hit up the link in, in the show notes for this, um, sign up for the wait list and we will, we will get you set up because I just want, I, I want you to have the choice. So I am going, that's my, my end for today. I've got kiddos coming in the room. So we're wrapping up. Um, I hope that you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week homeschooling. Give those kiddos a good hug and I will talk to you soon. Hey friends. If you'd like to continue this conversation or you're looking for more resources, be sure to head to my website at aliadairchung.com. You can also go to the show notes for this episode to find great free resources and my Instagram and Facebook handle. I can't wait to connect with you.